we are back with another episode of Laughter the Club. Burr, 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 burr. It's me, Barrett <laughs> from Duval. And that laugh that you heard was Pat <sighs> from SoCal. Let's go. <laughs> I don't even know when to jump in because like you peaked. You know, so I and I, I didn't want to throw you off. And I definitely said something last last week when it was just me, Ed, Bob, and Pal that I was like, okay, I've listened back. And clearly now that I have this new mic, I need to not yell as much. But here I am. <laughs> Pal, fix that in post if that peaks. Just put in like actual air horns to substitute my air horns. Anyway, Jeanette. We have had a lovely episode, or a lovely week of episodes. All right, do you have any lopics? Um, not necessarily a lopic, but I thought that Thursday's Lauer with um, Samson was one of the better Lauers that they've had in a while. So I don't know if it's because, you know, it was a smaller room. And yes, I understand Dan complaining about like only have this per- only have chris only have tony and it's a skeleton crew but i think when when it's when it when they are fewer people and it's not the voices that we're used to well i mean we're used to chris we know that he's always gonna like try to bring the funny and break he's up. Having fun yeah he's having fun yeah yeah like he's who did he say he was um no he's they he's deandre jordan or who's or whatever, he's whatever. out here just catching no, no, mobs. No. no, no, no. He's um Shane Battier. So oh yeah, with so the six for seven game. Yes, yes, that is what they described him as. Yes, with the yes. six or seven from outside. Hell yeah, hell but, yeah. But I think it 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 force land that it forces the other people, but they get the opportunity to express themselves that they normally don't have when it is a full house and then they also add in guest interviews and trying to get greg with the hard network out or you know expanding the feud between adnan and samson with the movie stuff so i think it even though dan might be like i don't think we can do it with a small amount of people it does work and also for someone that complains constantly that he has too many freaking employees. The fact that he had fewer people with him on Thursday, you think that that would have been like, isn't this what you want? <laughs> so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, okay, so getting to what you're talking to about these different sized crews and, you know, apparently they're getting a lot of flack because there's too many voices in the container, which I don't mind. You know, I'm I'm all for all the voices but that's because i'm privy to all of the personalities behind the voices i think anyway when it comes to thursday this thursday with samson and how good it was i think that that boils down to instead of him just getting like 12 minutes he got his actual time to cook you know what i mean like they had a comfortability they had a conversation for those who watched the live show you you heard Chris Cody cut him off and say, "Hey, Dan, Dan's gonna bring you back this next segment, and you're gonna be back." And it's and when you hear that, you're just like, "Oh yes, I have more Samson than just like 
12 fucking minutes of Samson. You know what I mean? And and as as y'all hate on Samson, that was a great hire. Okay? That man is a content machine. Uh, his takes are subpar sometimes. But <laughs> I will say that he's out here and he sparks a lot of conversation. He really does. Like, he's, he asked, like, he does that, uh, that, like, you know, patronizing, I'm going to ask you a question thing. But ultimately... He's bringing up a good point of like, hey, why are the cities, why are you hating on me for the city paying all this money? You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole bunch of different stuff when it comes to movies, sports. He's just out here. He's asking questions. That man got a real 45 minutes to cook, and it was a great lour. Like, it, uh, just, and they got in a movie review. Like, we haven't had an <laughs> actual movie review in so long. Um, I think what helps is when, uh, I, I I mean, I don't know if it will help because I think a lot of the opinions that people have towards him, especially the people in South Florida, you know, with if they really are like, oh, we care about the Marlins and all that stuff. I think for those people, it's kind of like we, there's no changing their opinions on him. But I think for maybe the larger audience, if Dan could back off, like always presenting him as an antagonizing and patronizing figure and just like like when he was when in his South Beach sessions when he when he brought up how compare my introduction to Metal Lark what I got to what Pablo got it, it's like yeah it doesn't matter like sometimes I think Dan um like sets him up to be the enemy. No, yeah, and he and he extends like what the what the character is on the show at the expense of the actual person. Yeah. And it's like we don't need to do that anymore. At least like that's how I feel for certain people because it's like the bit has gotten old. Um yes, they lean into it constantly with Greg, but it's like it doesn't make him any better at his like at him doing the show in studio saying that Amin has bad judgment it's like I like you know how they were saying about establishing a Levitar drinking game take a shot every time that you hear that or whatever because you know what we I, I guess you could throw it back in my face like what he you know incognito mode gone wrong with you know at the NBA finals last year but Amin still produces a lot of shit for the show then like if you like when you send other people to be doing the same stuff you know like compare this NBA finals and his search for the Jokic brothers to whatever it is that Roy and Chris and Mike were supposed to be doing oh Amin Amin yeah Amin slayed the finals coverage compared to them absolutely so you know so there's that so i i think in that same vein if he were to stop doing that with samson and also like if the others are kind of like in quiet recognition like we we got to paint him as like the bad guy so we can all look good because you know we're the hurt sports fans or whatever it's like like let's just learn about the fact that he eats really bad candy he has 
question. Zero taste. <laughs> yeah, the, the man still hasn't recovered his sense of taste. Like, come on, like. I I will let me let me let me throw this alternative to you. All right, because mm-hmm. I I definitely hear what you're saying, and a big evolution that I've noticed with them in in starting this company is there's not like an establishment for them to rough up against anymore. You know what I mean? Like they are the establishment. So this pushback when it comes to individuals, I feel like they have replaced us against the man. And now they're trying to make content out of like this, the subordinates, you know, like these people are out here not listening, not being, not trying to follow directions. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's just been a paradigm shift of where they're coming from and they're trying to make content out of that. Cause before, you know, when you have the mothership that you're fighting against all the time, that's just a, that's a gold mine of they, they don't want us. They want to silence us. You know, we got, we got big pink elephants, Dumbo sitting throughout the studio. You know what I mean? But you can't do that when you're the top boss. So it's now gone on to like, okay, now we have our personalities to have kind of a following and they're not following in line. So we got to make a similar content of like, they are roughing up against the feathers. Like, okay, but that's, that's where I feel. But in the same way that Dan wants to embrace uh, freedom uh, as whatever Metal Arc is doing without a corporate overlord, that's also the example and, you know, like that he's passing on to everybody else necessarily saying like you guys do your jobs poorly and there are no repercussions but they also feel like they can be a little bit more loose and show more personality and flexibility and things when they don't have to worry that DraftKings is you know might call you know, my have a recall. Yeah, have like, a, yeah, like okay, yeah. that guy needs a two day suspension because we don't agree with this point of like, and they really don't have controversial points. Um, you you know, on on the air they have, you know, uh, and maybe this is where like the people that feel like they talk about too much politics, maybe this is where they feel like they wish. DraftKings would intervene and it's like make it about sports make it funny make it about gambling or something but I think when Dan gets upset about how things have changed he should look at the fact that they're kind of following his lead and they understand that working in partnership with DraftKings is completely different than being under the thumb of ESPN and Disney. Yeah, DraftKings, if you listen to other podcasts, like my favorite podcast that's outside of the sports realm is probably the It's Always Sunny pod. And they are also a DraftKings sponsor. Like DraftKings is out here extending their reach to a point where you can't hold them accountable for for a sports podcast. You know what I mean? They're trying to extend their brand. Yeah, too. I think, like I said, as long as... I would think that as long as they aren't being incredibly um, disrespectful or any of the is, you know, racist, sexist, misogynist, and purposely being that, 
there would be no reason for them to feel friction from DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, so. they're not they're not targeting that. So uh, then, Tim, so the then, Tim Pool audience. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to add it to your Levitar drinking game, um, not having a corporate overlord when Dan uses that phrase, that's another uh, occasion to have a drink. What a proper segue, Jeanette. It's almost like you've been doing this for a couple years or something. So you've <laughs> mentioned this a few times now. The Lebetard drinking game, which I promise all of our listeners, Andy, Jose, if y'all have any ideas, tweet at us, okay? But, uh, you know, Jeremy and Tony and Chris and I forget who else was on the call, but they were talking about a Lebetard drinking game to make. And I think that this is a... This is perfect. You know, we've just hit summer. There's no other sports going on besides baseball. Like, let's get a little wacky. You know what I mean? And, and I, oh, do you have a baseball update for me? Respect the name of the Black MG. Okay. Breaking Break news. Let's add the breaking news sounder here. Breaking news sounder. Come here and say it. In, say we it in, we say need it. our we need our baseball this correspondent. Is this is a breaking news Braves update. update. Braves are down eleven to seven. Say it in the mic. In the eight. Braves are down eleven to seven in the eight. One, two, three out of four hitters with jacked home runs. It's eleven to ten now. Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. That's incredible. I just to put a timestamp on when we record this thing, that is beautiful. Y'all will see that on Sports Center tomorrow. I guarantee it. That's. Barry, can you confirm who is our breaking news correspondent for Atlanta Braves dinners? Oh, that's Jack's dad. That's uh, that's that's my father. Um, as brought back by popular demand, I guess there is a more favorite cut in my own house, even though I have been doing this for almost three years. So somebody is a favorite of mine, and my dad is going to be periodically coming into you folks for, you know, Atlanta Braves recaps, Jaguars recaps, uh, weather updates. He's a jack of all trades. You know, Georgia Bulldogs. I'll take it. I'll take a sickum. Oh, he's walking away. Yeah, okay, but we, we need to work on the introduction, like setting up the bit. So when he comes over, he, he can just be like, this is, this is Jag's dad with he the need, following he, news. Yeah, he needs his own imaging. He needs, absolutely, we need a breakaway. Pal, get on this and post. We need a, we absolutely need like a, uh, uh, huh, breaking news going to you live from Jacksonville kind of sound. You or, know? or. Or we maybe like before, like this we can, how you can edit this part out before we get off the Zoom, we can get your dad and he can just himself be like, breaking news from Jag's dad. And maybe we can turn that into a sounder. I don't know. Oh, all right. All right. All right. That's a good decent idea. You know, pal, leave it in. But. <laughs> Uh, so our drinking game. Woo! So we're talking about drinking. A very familiar game is like Lebetard Bingo. All right. Where you're like, all right, is Jess going to reference one of the eight teams that she likes or is. She got it down to uh, eight. 
That's, you know, that's who didn't make the uh, cut. Yeah, that, Clemson. Clemson did not. Um, but uh, another one, you know, it is. It does Ryan Cortez mention the Heat? These are classic bingo spots. But I'm saying, like, let's make it an actual drinking game where. And Jeremy was talking about that one game where you have to chug until the next thing happens. Fuck all that. We're doing shots. What we're doing, or a swig of your drink if you're a slow burn kind of person. But ultimately, what I'm proposing is, and the first one is, every time Stu Gotts fakes laughs, you got to take a swig of your drink or a oh shot. Oh, my God. Nobody would, <laughs> nobody would make it out alive with the Stu Gotts fake laugh. I, mean, I do I do have another one that's also kind of uh intrusive like that. Toxic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little a little like, you know what? I'm out here trying to fuck with Make sure your health insurance and your life insurance are up to date before starting these games. I hope everybody imagined the old man dancing to the Six Flag commercials when I was doing that song. Jeanette, thank you for coming back. That made me scared for a second. I'm sorry. I thought it was you, and then it was just like... Hey, salute to you. Everybody, at the Lauer After Hours drinking game, every time you hear somebody drink, you got to drink. <laughs> That's me drinking. Okay, I'm sorry. So what was the second thing that you said? I missed it. I'm sorry. Technical difficulties. Fuck. <laughs> that was warm, and I did not need to take a shot. Um... I don't know. What was the first thing I said? Uh, oh, Stu listen, got for those who haven't been listening, takes the situation and turns it summer or, or even, I think it, this could even count when the, you know, the Thompson twins are having a great time and Dan keeps asking these you versus the other questions. And then the brother finally goes, Hey, maybe we should stop asking those questions. Like anytime that Dan kills the vibe is a shot. Jeanette, are you back? Yes. Oh my God, I don't have to leave. I thought I was just going to leave this time due to technical <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over here with my internet. I'm sorry. Hey, if you can hear me, just know that I'm sorry. It's me, all good. Me too. I'm really sorry. Um, what about for the drinking game whenever they bring up Steve Martin was a prop comic? Classic line that also deserves a toast. Yep, 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 yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think a lot of these need to be, um, you know, like player oriented because as somebody might do, their schedule is all sorts of fucked, kind of like the Metal Arc schedule is. So you're tuning on on different days. So I think that there needs to be kind of individual rules for each player of the shipping container. You know what I mean? Like, so it's different for every day. It's like one day you get Chris, Tony, Jeremy, fucking Jess. Then you have a different set of rules than if you do, if you have Billy, Roy, uh, 
Charlotte and whoever I'm missing. You know what I mean? Samson. Thank you. Thank you. Adnan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of a fill in the blank. Sure. But you you understand what I'm saying? Like, I think each person kind of needs a rule to go with it so that you can just sit here and play this game no matter what the roster is in-house. Yeah, so, like, Ron, when he gets back to being on the show, when he comes back from saving whatever he's saving right now, whenever he makes an animal noise, or, he, or he brings up animals having sex... <laughs> That's also good. My 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 thought for Ron was more of the lines of like, whenever he scoffs at a dumb question going his way, whenever he just kind of laughs it off at Billy saying, "What if snakes had legs?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A dismissal. Steak sauce. Welcome to Laughter the Club. If you had to make a Levitard drinking game rule, what would it be? Says uh, salary cap league, salary cap sport. Do a shot. Oh my god, you're trying to get people fucked up. Well, you know how I do it, <laughs> man. Uh, what's been up with you? You good? What's up with how you? About, how about anytime Stugat's fake laughs, you do a shot? <laughs> I think that one was said, right? That was number one. Yeah, that was the first one. First, that's year. gonna kill people. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got uh, also the other one that I wanted to propose was anytime Chris Cody went. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Anytime Samson goes, okay. Oh, <laughs> I like it. So the idea, the idea steak, just to catch you up is, you know, they have a, a rotating roster. You might not have the same core in there any given day. So, you know, each person kind of needs a rule so that you can play this game to, with, regardless of who's working or not. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, for one, I'm not a fan of drinking games. I drink to get fucked up, not to play games. I don't need an excuse to drink. <laughs> this man said it's not a game. <laughs> not a game, not a game, not a game. Oh, salute to Brock Meyer. That was beautiful, man. That was impromptu. That was so awesome. Every time Brock Meyer says something about Levitard's outfit, that's another shot. <laughs> I like how Dan was making fun of Michael Malone's flat brimmed hat while wearing a flat brimmed hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. So, did anybody else get called a pervert by a executive producer on the show this week or just me? Well, I think you're the only one nipple picks on your phone, my guy. If, if I'm hearing this right, what is what, what is going on? I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Chris Cody said, "That's the price you pay of being the most well-known fan." But uh, now I got people calling me titty cropper. You took a stray. It was I a did. hot one, bro. He said, "Steak sauce will just screenshot it." That was. <laughs> He wished me a happy birthday yesterday, and he said, happy birthday, pervert, like on the timeline. I'm like, thanks, Mike. Happy birthday. Okay, Aaron's coming in. Okay, that's my cue. I'm oh. a man. I'm 41. No. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Happy birthday. Bye. Happy birthday. Bum 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 b
We've got Aaron joining us from Memphis. This music music is free, right? We're not going to get sued. We might. I don't know, man. I don't know. What's up, fuckers? Yo, this guy. I haven't seen you in a minute. Where the fuck did all your hair go? Well, I cut it off kind of impulsively. And it looks much better now than it did a few weeks ago. I hit it with the no guard. I went straight up. It was like I'm looking in the mirror and I've got, I just shaved my facial hair and I'm just looking and I just take a rip across the middle, no guard. And I drop the razor like, oh my God, I didn't put a fucking guard on. So I had, I was a bald head for a little bit. That's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. It happens. You know, you be out here doing impulsive shit. It happens. No, I don't. I don't know, actually, as a matter of fact. You've never impulsively cut your hair? No. You must be mentally stable then, Aaron. I don't know what to tell you. I like to think so. (laughs) What a compliment. You're mentally stable. During these trying times of imploding submersibles and a coup in russia let's hope so well said let's let's hope that it's a successful one rather well actually I, let me let me backtrack on that i have no idea who's actually doing the coup it could be much worse so i'm mm-hmm. gonna like just sit back and wait and see i guess play out the results for this one yeah i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait and and give judgment on whether or not it was a good coup based off the outcome like how does this benefit you know, like me which side of history am i going to be on the record for <laughs> i'm going to be the one who's like oh yeah this is such a great thing and then like in 20 years my daughter's or not 20 years but when my daughter's in high school she's like learning about this atrocity that happened in russia when they overthrew what they thought was a bad person oh brian's not turned out to be much worse than dead and my daughter's like, Dad, what 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 were you thinking at that time? And I either have to look at her and lie or look at her and be like, yeah, I was for it. Like, she I, at me and just like, everything she thought about her father was a lie. Yeah, that that's a good idea. Let's not um jump uh jump on the bandwagons just yet. Let's see how this uh plays out. Let's give it a couple months. At For least. what? What did I miss? Uh, whose side we're on in the coup? Because what, as Aaron said, it could be a much worse person that is attempting to take over Russia. Uh, so oh, oh, better you know the better... we'll circle back to that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's a good take. I actually, I kind of like that take, Aaron. Aaron, I do have a question for you. Okay. If we're making a legit Lebetard show drinking game, what's the rule you want to implement? Um, what I mean, give me what was everybody else's rules that they've implemented so I can get my kind of. All right, so we've got every time Stu got fake laughs, you got a drink. We've got anytime uh, Dan, uh, you know, t- takes a turn, makes things somber. No, not farts, Dad. <laughs> Come on, what are you doing? So that's, I've been, I've, that's Jeremy. Yeah, that's Fart Bear. I've been, uh, you know, invaded a little bit here, as you guys might 
well, here Braves in a little bit. Over. I know the Braves game is over. I'm trying yeah. to talk to my friends. Does he have a score update? Um, Breaking news? Breaking news. What's the score? It's over 11-10. Braves lost. Normally I'd make a witty comment, but the Cardinals suck, so I can't really do that. They have had a rough month. They weren't bad all year, but this has been kind of no, a fucked well, up month. No, they started off like trash, and then they had about a month and a half where they were just beating the hell out of everybody. Like playing back how they were last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and then, then now it's just like, oh. It's just like, hey, we fucking suck again. Yeah, you're playing Yeah, you're playing like the A's were. It was, it was rough. Uh, another rule, I believe, was every time that uh, Stugatz fake laughed. You already said, you that. said that. Steve Martin was a prop comic. I Wasn't that a rule too? Yes. Anytime somebody, yeah, every time somebody said that, um, okay. that's a rule. Anytime Billy gives one of his like weird hypochondriac kind of. Well, the thing fears, is. It, it, the th- I think we need a phrase. Putting a go? phrase on Billy. Oh, I have a kink in my hose. Baby. No. That's- yeah. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> so every um, so every time Billy so every time Billy yeah. does what? Yeah, yeah. Does like so here's the thing or yeah, something like that. I like that. Or anytime he gets skeptical about somebody. Oh, skeptical Billy makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what about when he backtracks on an opinion that he's had and he tries to pin it on someone else? Like when he backtracked on Josh Allen has a stupid face and he was trying to say that wasn't me <laughs> after yes. he, uh, they riled up all the Buffalo people. <laughs> yeah. That would also be a good one. Uh, what else? Um, uh, obviously, with with Jessica, it's any time that she brings up Notre Dame, especially as we're gonna head into um, football season, or or oh, stuck again. or her refusal to. Um, uh, let the fans drink her tears whenever one of her 900 teams loses at something. I yeah. think I think for Jess it should be anytime that she says my like anytime she claims a fandom. I think it needs to be exaggerated. Um, well, no, so that we, people we, can start counting this shit. No, <laughs> what we need to do though, you have to give some sort of like a. Claims a team other than Notre Dame. Okay, yeah. Other than, other than the one. Other than the one that's and the, yeah. and the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, oh, for her, I was going to say, whenever there's a topic um, involving women and Dan starts off the conversation by asking her about it. Or like, not, even, not even asking her, but being like, Jess... And then talking about it, and then just randomly throwing it to her after he's done talking about it. Yes, it's a good Not- thing. It's a good thing she wasn't in studio when they were talking about, or maybe she was when they were talking about Zion and his porn star mess. Because I'm like, 
Don't. That is one of the funniest things. In the don't world. throw that it to her. That has been so don't funny. Throw it to her. So I'm I'm talking to this woman right now who doesn't give a fuck about sports at all, mm. and I kind of brought this up. She spent like 30 minutes going through the different Mariah Mills tweets just because of how hilarious they were. And oh, like, it's so bad. They are so many. Her account got suspended because she's harassing this guy at this point. Like, well, she's threatening to like leak sex tapes. Oh my god, I have not heard. <laughs> Not heard that yet. Well, yeah. I, I she got guess... his name tattooed on her face today. All right, Mariah Mills, you are out here. I guess it all depend. Like, I don't know if that's in Louisiana and if they have like any revenge porn laws or like what uh, his what his legal team is like trying to. Like throw her way to get her to stop. Like I think if she yeah. if she's a registered like sex worker, this is what she does. She's out here. You're making a video with her. You know what you're doing. If you're allowing a camera to be on, like no, that has to be. I think while you can while yeah, you can no, be that's not how that works, Barrett. While you can be consensual and saying we're going to do this, I think you do that with the understanding that it's, it's about the intent of the release. It, you are a famous, you are a famous ass person, and you're agreeing to videotape yourself with a porn star. Well, number one, his, his number one, his number one mistake was not making these people sign non-disclosures. Well, and also kind of lying. I think we should say well, the lying is also okay. Well, yes, no, but I'm saying if he's just trying to do these like one night things with people. Which apparently this wasn't one night thing. Hell no, nah. he was gonna move her out, get a whole apartment and shit. Like, my, my question was, what was he expecting was gonna happen when he moved multiple women to? Because like New Orleans is not that; it, it's a city, yes, and it's you know it's not some small town, but it's not some massive metropolis by any stretch of the imagination. No, the the fun part of New Orleans is, is pretty centralized, and he the idea that he had to have had in his mind is that he would have just had some harem. Like, it was some 1940s ass, like, I'm going to move all these women out here, and they are just going to be moved out here on my dime. Like, the only idea I can think of is that he is sitting on or, some, okay, I'm the man. Or he was going to do, like, this is my week with Mariah, and then this is my week with the other one and then if there's like a third or a fourth like he's there was a third one he's he's rotating so he maybe he i don't know does he have like it was it a compound and within the compound they all had their own homes and <laughs> it was just easy for him to go from like you know just take a little yeah, golf, just, look, take a golf cart yeah you're go, just yeah you're going a quarter mile this way a quarter mile that way the next day like you know his idea was i'm moving seven and these women will be perfectly happy i think that's what his idea was i, I think he didn't anticipate obviously there are a lot of things that he did not anticipate such as Clearly. a pregnancy and the inherent jealousies that come with being a relationship, being in a relationship, and then finding out that there are others that are and, also in the relationship. Yeah, and then how you because you were like, wait, if I am giving you literally everything 
you want. And I have never said no to you in any way. What the heck are these other women doing for you that I have not or that you have not asked me for? That's the crazy thing. They're doing plenty if they're getting moved in too. What just um, happened? Are we still recording? Yes, we I... are, but we're right, just like, right. like from the um, details that she has made, yes. re- released about just like their activities and what their time together was. Oh, it's like that's not enough. It's like that also explains why he never maybe fully healed from his injuries because he was not. If they were like. You need to have like a low impact lifestyle and you need to just relax and do nothing. He took that some- buddy. somewhere else. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> the, the, I heard was I was listening to the uh, one of the Memphis shows talking about it. And when they were talking about how, when she was threatening to release the sex tape, Sidhu goes, Man, I, Mariah, I promise you, nobody wants to. There are a lot of tastes out there, and someone does have a, someone, someone's will have a taste for that. Like, yeah, but, no, no, but no, actually, and you know, you said you don't know what the revenge porn still kind of French and so clearly stupid. So you're but, out on it. Um, yeah, her, oh, her. So there's, there's a possibility of a guillotine. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah um but also we're in the same like circuit court district mississippi is so like when i'm trying to research cases at work and it's like a circuit court case and i'm like oh great and then i'm like oh fuck they're using louisiana law the first french revolution they were trying to find a way to execute more efficiently and one of the guys that was in like i don't know what they called it basically like Think of the Continental Congress, only a lot more people, way more incompetent. Mm. They were trying to figure out how to like make the new government. And one of the guys on there was a doctor. And he designed this guillotine. And his name was something, something like guillotine. <laughs> ah, anyway. very clever. That's super clever. <laughs> anyway. and you, know, you know what that really is, too? That's really American. It's was like, it, hey, we found something, name it after me. No, what, hold on. Was no, it listen, gee, no, guillotine? Listen, listen, listen. He looked at it after he made it and goes, no, 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 no. This is going to just spiral out of control. I'm not, we're not going to make this. So he scrapped it. And then as soon as he died, they found the blueprints for it. And they're like, oh, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And they made it and named it after him. <laughs> Oh, he did. <laughs> he's, he's missing he out on all the royalties. That. Yeah, he, he did got. Not want that. Yeah, he he specifically said this is a fucked up tool. And <laughs> this will be, oh, this will be he, he was so then he was the Oppenheimer of his time. <laughs> hey, hey, to Mister Guillotine. <laughs> Salute. Like how how like how shitty would it be if you're like no. No, I do not want to create this super killing machine. And that now, for the rest of time, your name is associated with one of the most terrible killing apparatuses. Yeah, was... you're you're trying to innovate hanging because people are still living through it. You're yeah. like, how can we figure this out to make it more efficient? 
and you figure it out and you're like, you know what? Fuck this. This is this is dark. This is too dark. This isn't going to happen. And then, damn, now it's your legacy. Yeah. Now, the only reason people know the name guillotine is because of your invention that was never supposed to be invented. Right. What if he what if he actually invented like the clothes, the uh, clothespin or something? You know, what if he had a good invention that just people don't associate with the name because it's the guillotine? Oh, perfume. He like invented uh, now. Well, perfume is just older than hell. Um, well, yeah, that goes that goes no, back to the or, same times as cocaine. Or, or he you invented. Said, or you said he, he was socks. a physician. Or you said he was a physician. He was a doctor. So what if he was like this guy that he just never took a never took a penny from anybody. He, you know, like whatever it was, he was like the world's great. He was a really great doctor, right? Um, maybe he kind of like saw. So, like he's like the one that was like you need to wash your hands and then after you clean your butt you know to limit infections but that's not what he's remembered for he's remembered for the guillotine but he could have you were, know when they were searching his stuff and found the blueprints for the guillotine they also found blueprints for like how to like the blueprints for like the first modern i don't know like shoulder sling and yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah. what do we, uh, we name this thing? We until, should name this thing. We should name this guillotine. No, we already took that name for the we already took that name for the for the thing that cuts everybody's head off. Oh fuck. Yeah, for, for 30 years, people have just splinted their arms instead of carrying them in a sling, you know? And then it, his name is just associated with this devastating killer device. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. That would be great. That would that would be the only thing that made this story better. Okay, so do you think the I'm, I'm gonna show you all these flowers. All right. Do y'all see how tall these fuckers are? It's so dark, Aaron. I can't see this anything. This one. Is that a rose? No. It's it's called a hollyhock. And mm -hmm. on the package, it said grows like maximum one. One to one and a half feet tall. That so looks about three feet tall. There. That looked about three yeah, feet tall. To, this one's up to chest. Wow. This one right here. Up to my chest. And I put it in hanging pots last year. So I was like, oh, that would be perfect. And they kept dying. And I'm like, why the fuck are they dying? And then I put them in the ground. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're four feet tall. Fucking false advertising. <laughs> look at, look or, at the things look at the things you learned or you just have like that really good like, i'm just a bottle of information yeah you have like really a good combination of like dirt fertilizer water. yeah it's, you have the best you have, uh, yeah it's more than optimal oil. conditions yeah, yeah 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 you're just your holly whatevers <laughs> are thriving right now he's gonna be in like well, home and garden what, and martha stewart like living and all that stuff they're gonna want an interview it, it probably has something to do with my uh compost i make so you know you're probably right oh you put your poo in there <laughs> no, no i put my poo in there i put I my <laughs> wait i thought, the, I thought wait compost was i thought compost was fucking no waste, waste no. products no, food scraps food scraps it waste all waste all waste can be composted as long no, as it's not plastic. Not, if you're a lot, as long as, you unless, should not put any sort of feces 
into your compost that you're going to know you because your body you eat things that you don't want composted and that's obviously going to come out in your shit all right so you learn something new every day i've been pooping in my yard all right oh my god also dog pee will kill your grass human pee will not kill your grass so you pee in your yard Human pee, human pee will absolutely kill your grass. Oh, well, not if you're properly hydrated. What the fuck are you peeing? I have definitely, it was more of an experiment where I was like, everybody who needs to pee outside, there's a bush right here that we're going to pee on and see what happens. And that was a high school experiment that happened, and that bush died. We should have ended the podcast. No. Because I have a little, I had a little corner in my, the house we used to live in. There's a little corner right outside my back door where my weed really couldn't get very well. So I kept trying to pee on it because I was like, you know what? I can't weed eat it. So I'm just going to pee it out. And some <laughs> wouldn't die. It just kept growing. No, they so should die. About- it should kill them. No, that should kill them. In my but experience, it in my experience, peeing on them in such a, uh, you know, direct manner, r- repetitively will kill it. It's not no, Aaron, You need to hydrate. Aaron, you're also forgetting he's Florida, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do I qualify? Do yes, I qualify, qualify as Florida, man? Have Hell you, yeah. Have you had you an encounter with an alligator? I have never tried to catch an alligator, but I've held many a stakes, snakes in the wild. Just grabbed them by their head and held them up. Yeah, that's happened. So no alligators, but plenty of snakes. That's just as dumb. Well, you know, Florida, baby. <laughs> There's snakes everywhere here, too. And you, if I see one 100 yards away, I'm turning around and running. You're... <laughs> Wait, did you guys see that, that video? So I do yeah. not fuck with snakes. Did you guys I don't care see... if it's a little garter snake. I don't give two shit. I do you not fuck pussy. with snakes. It's a fucking snake. But did you, did you guys see that video from Get Up, the clip, where this guy... So one of the ladies, I forget if it was like Laura Rutledge or one of them, she found a snake in like one of her planters and she took a photo and then they shared it and it was on Greenie's show. And this one guy was like, I don't mess with snakes. He's like, one time I found the snake, he's like, and I burned it and Greenie like oh jumped, Greenie jumped back like super surprised. I just clutched my pearls. That's a fucked up response. Yeah. No, it's not. The only good bird. No, no. Good. They they're part of. They're a vital part of the ecosystem. They kill vermin. All right. You got little mice hanging around or whatever. They handle that shit. You know what else is a vital part of nature? Mosquitoes. And guess what happens when one lands on my fucking arm? I smack it. Nah, fuck mosquitoes. I'm with you. That's a different ballpark. No, no, man. They're a vital part of nature. I mean, they're connected to us, but there's a lot of them. Leave the snakes alone, okay? No, fuck that. Leave the snakes alone! When I was 13 years old, I was weed-eating underneath a tree, and a giant snake fell on my head. It probably wasn't giant. It was probably a gardener. No, it wasn't. It was a bitty, bitty, little, bitty, baby snake. It was a cotton mouth. That's poisonous. Okay. I'm well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what I did? Ran? You know what I did? Fuck no, I weeded that some bitch into about a billion pieces. <laughs> 100 pieces, yeah. yeah. 
I did not let ah! off. I did not let off of that trigger until I could not tell what was in front of me anymore. Attaboy. That's a fear response if I've ever heard one. Fuck yeah, and I'd do it again too. Fight or flight, yeah. Like, turn, like you, know, yeah. you know that you know the video of uh that snake that came out of the people's ceiling fan. Sure. It's been oh going that ja that the one from no it was oh no, I'm thinking of the different one the one where it was like the, they thought it was one and then they lifted the thing and like a bunch of snakes came out I think it was like in like India yeah that is a different one but no this one. There was a video, and this guy's just like sitting in a recliner or something, and uh, <clears throat> this snake starts coming out of the ceiling fan, and then it keeps trying to come off, and it keeps getting smacked by the blade because the fan's going, and it just then chunks the snake across the room at the guy videoing. And uh, my response to that would be, make sure my home insurance is up to date and burn the house down. And burn the house down. Fuck that. <laughs> burn it down. Do we have any more lopics? Yeah, can we get off snakes? I'm getting like... <laughs> like, ugh. Do you have a lopic, Aaron? Do I have a lopic? Hmm. I did before I got on, and now I kind of forgot it. Oh, Okay. My neighbor's got a fuck ton of people at her house tonight, so that's fun. Oh, the neighbor, the neighbor that that sucks. Yes, that one. Oh my god, fuck them! They're having a party. They came. They start. They came over at literally like six o'clock. No, yes. I got home at five thirty, and they were already here. And it's still and, going on. Yeah, well, they, I think they went to the bars, maybe. And then they're probably going to come back at about 1, 1.30. And they're going to be nice and rambunctious. You have the baloney ready? Then, I so think you should just, yeah, just, no, don't call the police. Just lob baloney, lob baloney over, like fling it over like a discus and no, just I'm throw it at them. We'll call the police and the police will come and the police will say, hey, stop that. You're such a narc. Don't get the police involved for people being they, loud. They park basically 10 feet away from my bedroom. So be be petty with the baloney. You're going to call the police? I've you fucking weirdo. Yes, I'm going to call the police. I don't give a shit. Throw baloney at him. Don't be a narc. Buddy, they can do whatever the fuck they want over there during the day. But you wake my ass up. You make my wife up. That's the big, that's the kicker. You wake up my wife. No, let me take it back. You wake up my daughter. Who wakes up the wife. No, when the, the wife is awake before the daughter is. But the wife can go back to sleep typically. When the daughter wakes up, it's, it's up time, time for the day to start. Yeah, the day is, uh, yeah, yeah, we're up. Yeah. And it don't matter if it's one thirty in the fucking morning. So you wake up my daughter, I will call... I will call every law enforcement official I can get a hold of. I don't give two shits. You're all going to jail. I'll tell them you're cooking meth over there. Oh, my God. You're such a narc. Aaron, you're the, you're the worst. Have they nope. ever tried to extend an olive branch? Like, have they brought you a no, casserole no, ever? No. no. No casseroles have been Nothing. brought over? 
Have whenever you not been paying attention for whenever the many they do years that he's that been really complaining about them? Me off. It, like, for instance, when they park blocking my driveway and my wife has to message her and be like, hey, my husband can't get out of the driveway. They're like, oh, okay. And they just come out and move. They don't even apologize. Not even up. My bad. Sorry. Nothing. Ma'am. And yes, Jeanette, I know this has been an ongoing saga, but I haven't oh, seen Aaron in a while. And I just want an update. Okay. Maybe whoever, things have changed. Whoever mows their yard decided to mow on my property. Oh, no. I mean, what? You're complaining about part of your lawn getting mowed? What are they you complaining about? They scalped my yard. Oh, like dug into the ground? They cut it way too fucking short. Yeah. Yeah. To where it's not green anymore. It's not lush and green and full in that area. Yeah. Oh. I work way too hard on that shit. You saw yeah. his flowers? Man takes his craft seriously. I saw, oh, one, I saw one flower that was like four feet tall and kind of ugly. Okay, so he'll take, a, he'll take a photo tomorrow in the daytime and he'll send it to us. and we'll It's get beautiful, to Barrett. My daughter enjoys it. Look, connect with Steve about your yards. These sound like your neighbors Who's sound Steve? just like some 20. <laughs> but, I mean, that's kind of a real question. Your neighbors just sound like somebody who's our age that are out here living their lives, Aaron. But that was another episode of Laughter the Club. This is the family neighborhood. Thank you for all who listened. Andy and Jose, this has been Barrett from Duval. Jeanette we live in a college town. You can easily go move into a college neighborhood. It's easy. They party all the time. And that's Aaron still complaining about his neighbor that's the same age as him. Acts like a child. Put the boogie in your butt. Boogie in the butt.